Sin can occur in a moment. There's probably been many times when you said or did something sinful that you didn't plan on. But friend, you need to know that sin usually arises from a heart that's been prepared for failure. Peter provides an example of this when he denied Jesus. You need to prepare your heart for success when it comes to avoiding sin. Peter did the opposite. Stephen called this lesson, How to Successfully Prepare to Fail. How would you like to have the entire world read about your failure to live up to some, some promise that you made? I mean, how would you feel if, if for the rest of your life, people were given a written record of some act of, of cowardly unfaithfulness to the Lord? Well, I don't think we'd appreciate that, would we? And that's exactly, however, what we've been given in the record of Scripture regarding the Apostle Peter and his denial. In fact, here we are 2,000 years later, and we're still talking, reading about his failure. Now, before we read it again uh, in our wisdom journey today, keep in mind that, that Peter alone was willing to trust Jesus and walk out to him on the water. You remember that? It was Peter alone who, who swung a sword there in the Garden of Gethsemane to, to protect Jesus and risk his own life. Well, now it's Peter standing out here alone in the courtyard of Caiaphas as Jesus stands trial before the Sanhedrin. Now, all four Gospels record Peter's denials, but today I want to touch on just a few verses that John records for us in his Gospel and and try to understand, you know, why this happened. So, for today, we're in John chapter 18 and now verse 15. Simon Peter followed Jesus, and so did another disciple. Since that disciple was known to the high priest, he entered with Jesus into the courtyard of the high priest. Now, the other disciple here is certainly John, who referred to himself in the third person throughout his gospel account. So John, he's also following along here, but but he's got some connections. Uh, He's allowed into the high priest's courtyard and and then John speaks to the servant girl who evidently keeps the door, and, and uh, she allows him to go inside where it's, it's no doubt warm. Peter's out in the cold courtyard by himself. Now, verse 16 tells us that Peter is almost immediately recognized by this servant girl. She says to him here in verse 17, you also are not one of this man's disciples, are you? Peter simply replies, I am not and then walks over to the fire pit there in the courtyard to, to keep warm. Again, now in verse 25, Peter is asked, you also are not one of his disciples, are you? And he denies it again, saying, I am not. Then verse 26 says, a relative of the man whose ear Peter had cut off asked, did I not see you in the garden with him? Peter again denied it, and at once a rooster crowed. How in the world does someone deny the Lord, especially somebody like Peter? Well, for one thing, we, we, we never sin. None of us ever sin suddenly, just out of the blue. When we fail, 
when we fall, it's because that moment of sin, well, it's been in the making for some time. We walk right into it. Peter illustrates what I call preparation for spiritual failure. You know, if you want to fail spiritually, morally, ethically, well, you need to stir into your life some of these ingredients. They're going to guarantee disaster, by the way, even to the point of denying Christ out there in the public square. Let me call the first ingredient self-confidence. You might remember at the disciples' last meal with the Lord there in the upper room recorded for us in Matthew chapter 26, Jesus predicted that they would all abandon him that night. And Peter responds uh, back here in that chapter, verse 33, he says, though they all fall away because of you, I will never fall away. In other words, Lord, you know, I can understand why those other fellows are going to fall away and fail you, but I'm stronger than they are. You see, Peter thinks he's a spiritual giant. He's, he's way too self-confident of his loyalty to Christ. So if you want to successfully prepare to fail, stir up your, you know, stir up your own self-confidence in life. Then, then add this additional ingredient we'll call defiance. Jesus goes on to inform Peter here in John's gospel that, that he's going to be the chief denier. He's going to deny Jesus three times before the rooster crows in the morning. And Peter scoffs back at the Lord in verse 35, and he says, even if I must die with you, I will not deny you. Lord, you don't know what you're talking about. I know me better than you know me. Beloved, you want to fail? You want to guarantee a wrong turn in life? Then start telling the Lord he doesn't understand your situation, uh, the pressure you're, you're under. He doesn't understand, you know, your overbearing spouse or your miserable job or your past. He doesn't know you as well as you know you. Well, let me tell you, beloved, Peter's defiance of Jesus, the living word, is, is no different from you and, you, you and me arguing with the written word. A lack of submission to God's word is going to set you up to fall down. Well, let me add another ingredient here. We'll call this one prayerlessness. This is really just another symptom of self-confidence. You may remember just the night before Jesus had asked Peter to pray with him in the Garden of Gethsemane, and and, and Peter, along with James and John, what did they do? Well, they went to sleep. Jesus had said to them in the Garden there in Matthew chapter 26 and verse 41, Pray that you may not enter into temptation. In other words, you'd better pray so that you don't enter into temptation unprepared. Beloved, there's a direct relationship between praying and purity, uh, between prayerlessness and faithlessness. Peter missed the prayer meeting, and he entered this courtyard now a few hours later absolutely unprepared. Prayer is rightly called a spiritual discipline, isn't it? It isn't called a spiritual recreation, and that's because it's hard work. It's not an indoor sport. If it were, we'd spend all Sunday afternoon engaged in it. That's why the Apostle Paul wrote to, the, to Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 4, and verse 7. He said this, train yourself for godliness. That word train translates the Greek word gymnazo, from which we get our word gymnasium. Paul is telling Timothy, you know, you need to go into that spiritual gymnasium and, and, and work up a spiritual sweat. Godliness is not a coincidence any more than muscles are. 
It's going to take work. Disciplined choices. Disciplined time with the Lord every day. When you became a Christian, you literally became a gymnast. You were given a membership card in the spiritual athletic program of the kingdom. So, so what's the tone of your spiritual muscles today? Well, with that prayer, you're going to be flabby and weak spiritually. Peter falls apart in public because he had ignored the Lord in private. Now, the fourth ingredient of spiritual failure, uh, we'll, call, we'll call it independence. Just consider the series of events in Peter's life. Peter wanted to do things his own way. Jesus invites him to pray. Peter goes to sleep. Jesus says, let me wash your feet. And, and Peter says, not on your life. Uh, Jesus says, it's time for my arrest. And Peter chops off an ear. Jesus says, you're going to deny me three times. And Peter says, you couldn't be further from the truth. You see, Peter was a self-made, independent man. In fact, the only time Peter came in second place was when he lost the foot race with John to the empty tomb. Peter was a natural-born leader. Nothing wrong with that. Willpower, courage, nothing wrong with that either. He, he would have been a terrific advertisement for some conference, though, on self-esteem. He had train cars full of that. But is God gracious or what? The Lord is patiently training Peter. In fact, he's fashioning Peter into a much smaller vessel, one small enough to hold the Lord's great power and gracious spirit. You see, at this point, Peter is a giant vessel. Frankly, he's full of himself. He's he's so full, he's ready to tip over and fall. Self-confidence, defiance, prayerlessness, and independence are all ingredients that lead us to spiritual failure, and Peter had them all. Frankly, I do too. How about you? How we need to thank the Lord for his patience with all of us. By the way, don't overlook the fact that As the New Testament reveals the failures of Peter, it also reveals that he grew up in his walk with Christ over the years. I don't don't think he ever forgot the sound of that rooster. And I think it did something to him as he wept bitter tears over his failure, just as it ought to change and challenge our lives when we fail. Did, Did Peter learn over time? Oh, yes. As an old apostle... Peter's going to write in his letter, 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 5 to 7. He'll write these words, Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility toward one another, for God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Seems to me that Peter learned his lessons well. Well, until our next wisdom journey, beloved, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. You're listening to The Wisdom Journey with Stephen Davey. 
Today's lesson is called How to Successfully Prepare to Fail. This is the Wisdom Journey. I hope this time in God's Word has better equipped you to deal with your own tendency towards sin. We're convinced that your journey through life can be a journey of wisdom if you understand and apply God's Word. That's why Stephen is taking you through the entire Bible on this wisdom journey. We began in Genesis and have gone through each book of the Old Testament, and we'll continue through the Gospels and the rest of the New Testament in the weeks ahead. If you'd like to watch or listen to any of the previous lessons, visit wisdomonline.org forward slash journey. That's wisdomonline.org forward slash journey. Do that today, then join us back here next time.